Welcome back to Candid with Gabby and Emily. So last week we talked about COVID in school, the upcoming election, got into some cancel culture, um, some social media breaks with Salem Fire, a little bit more of like more serious stuff. Um, this week we have a few serious things, but we have some funny stuff too to talk about as well. Yeah, we'd like a good mix. Yeah, try not to keep it too too down. Um, but one of the first things that we noticed that we definitely want to talk about was the boycott of Milan that's happening in Hong Kong right now, um, which is pretty interesting. I know it recently came out on Disney Plus to purchase, I think, for like $30 or something like that. Which is crazy. I agree, especially if you're paying for a membership. Yeah. I'm going to just wait till it's free. Yeah, I'm... Not, there's no way you can make me pay $30 for that movie. Mm-mm. No way. They changed a lot. Like, I know they changed it to um, be more fitting for the culture. So I do appreciate that. Yeah. But the ads or the, like, the previews and stuff like that haven't looked too good to me. So I'm just going to wait because I think it comes out for free in December if you're a Disney Plus member. So I'm just going to wait <laughs> until that happens. But... Apparently, yeah. the actress who plays Mulan is supporting... There's a lot of, like, activism and um, protests in Hong Kong going on as well. I'm not sure. Is there... Do you know what for? Or is it just... Um, I think there's against police brutality, too. Okay. I wouldn't be too surprised if it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm reading the article. It's... They're boycotting police brutality. Okay. Well, apparently the actress who plays Mulan supports the Hong Kong Police Department. Right. So that's been... A lot of people that live in Hong Kong and, like, surrounding areas have been finding problems with that and are um, trying to, like, urge the boycott of watching Mulan for that reason, which I don't know if I really um, blame them. No, I don't blame them at all. Because, I mean, like, I've seen videos and things like that of what's happening to them in their streets and, like, the way that they're treating them. I mean, same thing goes for, like, here and other places, too, but it's really sad. So, I guess, for a big-name movie to come out and for her to be outwardly supporting them. Yeah, I feel like in this climate, like, if you're not voicing support, like, literally don't say anything. Yeah, I mean, kind of appreciate you being straightforward, but at least I know, but... Right, but, like, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe she could have gone about it a different way. I really want to know, like, what what she said or what she did to show the support for them. I know. Because I feel like that's an important factor as well, but I would really like to know what she said. Okay, so I have a, the quote. I'm not sure what Weibo is. I I'm guess it's, sure oh, it's a social platform in China. Okay. Okay. She said, I support the Hong Kong police. You can all attack me now. What a shame for Hong Kong. Okay, so never mind. Um, <laughs> context not needed. <laughs> she said it, Blink. I support the Hong Kong police. The what a shame for Hong Kong kind of sounds really um sarcastic. Yeah, I don't in my opinion. like that. She didn't have to say that. It, it was a little rude. Not gonna lie. Okay. Yeah. I see where they're coming from now then. Right. That's kind of annoying. Yeah, I guess the boycott started by uh, Hong Kong activist Joshua Wong. Mm-hmm. He tweeted that if you believe in op- in human rights, you should boycott Mulan. I mean, I get it. Yeah. That's really sad, though. I know. I 
because I feel, especially with all the rep- representation in this movie, like it should be something that they're enjoying and celebrating and loving, but they feel like they can't, which sucks. But. It really is happening all over because here we are dealing with the same thing too. I mean, it might be for different reasons, but it's the still the same premise, like the the overuse of authority. Like, in the power yep. trips that people have in these positions and using it against people. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, in governments like theirs where they don't really have... Much freedom. Yeah, or, like, amendments on their side or whatever. Because we, yeah. technically, like, to an extent, we have some sort of power when it comes to... I don't want to say revolting, but... Right. Like, if if governing power becomes too, like, too powerful to where they're abusing it, we have a say in yeah. that, but, like, they they don't. Yeah, they don't, I'm pretty sure they don't have any kind of, like, freedom of speech or anything like that. No, I don't think like so either. Do. But. It's weird, I don't know. It's, same thing with here, like, just seeing all of the, the Blue Lives Matter signs, like, especially in, like, Bloomsburg and the surrounding areas, just just because of where we're at. Yeah. Even at home, though, because I'm home now, and just for the weekend, and, like, driving, um, like, through Carlisle and, like, mechanic circuit and stuff like that, I've seen a few in, like, Trump-Pence signs and stuff like that. Yeah. it's just, I don't get They're it. Everywhere. But then when you explain, like, I remember I saw, I might have mentioned this before, but I'm not entirely sure, where this girl posted on Facebook a Blue Lives Matter sign and somebody in the comments was like what about teachers and doctors and listed off a whole bunch of jobs and then the girl who posted the blue eyes matter was like well yeah it's just that cops are under fire right now like need our help and so the person was like so you get the you you get the meaning behind the movement it's just because it's about black people yeah because that the excuse that they use for blue eyes matter is the exact same excuse that we use for black lives matter it's just because it's who it's supporting that's the problem but if you say that to someone that's a Blue Lives Matter supporter, they go, oh, no, 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 that's not what I mean. But that is what you mean. Exactly, and they get mad at you, or they get mad at you for, call it, like, pulling a race card or a political card or saying that we make everything political, but it's like it's not our fault that it was created political and it just happens to fit in those political categories. Like, it shouldn't, human rights and stuff should not be political. It really shouldn't. We should not nope. have to protest because police are killing people for no reason. Absolutely not. But here we are, dealing like, with we that. we didn't make it this way. No. <laughs> like, the system made it this way. And I guess they just expect us to just accept the system and be like, oh, this is the way it is. No. That's then, what they want. Right. And then their excuse would be like, oh, you should have followed the law. You should have this. You should have that. And it's like, but there's people who are not POC, who are not black, who are not whatever other than white who won't follow the law, who will be disrespectful to authoritative figures and things like that and still have nothing compared to the degree of what happens. Like, yes, there are some. Absolutely, I'm not going to say that there's not. Which, again, people will use that as an excuse. Like, oh, white people get killed by cops soon. It's like, well, shouldn't you be joining the protest then? Because, like, you shouldn't be killing anybody for no reason. Like, obviously, if their life is literally in danger, that's different. Yeah. But if someone's just, like going to grab something, you can't just assume that they have a gun. Like, tase them. You have a taser. Yeah, like, there's there's so many, I feel like there's so many other things that can happen before you go to shooting somebody. 
Right. It has to be some type of steps, not just automatically, oh, a gun. Or if you're like, gonna shoot somebody, why you gotta do it to kill? Why are you shooting like, to kill? Why shoot not shoot them in the leg? Shoot them in the arm. Right, something to keep them from coming at you or from grabbing something or whatever, but why does it automatically, or why do you have to shoot them 25 times? Like, Yeah, there's nothing that can even explain, you can't explain to me or explain away shooting someone um, more than once if you have, like, I, like, what the overkill, I don't understand why people have to be shot. There's no excuse in these situations. And for what? For why? There's literally no excuse in these situations. It's overkill. And it's like, it's a piece of their power. They have so many other options they can do. And if the first thing that comes to a police officer's mind in any situation, especially regarding people who aren't white, but in general, in any situation, your first thought is to go grab your gun, then you were not trained properly. Mm-mm. Like, don't you have to learn de-escalation and how to deal with people without immediately thinking, okay, let me kill them? Yeah. That should not be your first thought. The training's not right, either. And that's what defund the police means, and people aren't getting that. At all. Like, we're not saying, oh, let's completely, like, destroy and dismantle the police department and no longer give them funding. Well, no, they get so much funding for no reason, clearly. Or it goes to things that don't even matter. And then there's things like education and music and caring for the homeless and poverty and all this stuff like that, where we could be funding that instead, instead of cutting it. Right. And giving it to a police department that's not even going to protect the people if they don't fit the criteria that they feel they need to fit. Exactly. But I think people here defund the police and they think that, like, they automatically think, oh, they just want to get rid of cops. No one has ever said that. They just want less money to be going into police when it's not even being used properly or at all it's just a rebuttal for them and same thing goes with like the black lives matter movement they immediately seem like why is it only black lives that matter we're not saying black lives are the only ones that matter it's saying they do matter they also matter yep they matter just as much as your life does like it that's that's what it means and nobody wants to grasp that Nope. Same thing with, like, their gun things. They always think that just because, oh, you're a Democrat, you want to take away our guns. No! Yeah. Like... I don't think I'm friends with one Democratic person that has ever come out their mouth and said, we should no longer have guns. Like, nobody... Like, a lot of us don't feel that way. Yes, there are some extremists and some people who want that. Mm-hmm. But majority of, like, the Democratic Party are just people in general who don't necessarily support Trump and things like that. Or ne- have never said, let's take away your guns. We want gun control. There's a difference. But as long as you are a law-abiding citizen, which you think you seem to think that you can so easily uphold whenever you're criticizing other people who are not white. So as long as you're a law-abiding citizen and don't have any, like, outstanding mental problems that would prohibit you from using a firearm properly, you can have your firearm. Exactly. We just don't think you need a grenade launcher and you live in Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania. No, or any automatic weapons or, yeah, you can't, I I don't, you can't justify having an automatic weapon to be in your home. What, what do you need a grenade launcher for? When are you going to go, when are you going to go launch grenades? And that's one thing for you to, (laughs) and it's like thinking about that. I know. And it's like one thing for you to own an old weapon or like memorabilia and things like that from wars and stuff. I get that. That's history. That's cool. Mm. but you don't use it right why do you need a usable functional 
or functioning grenade launcher? And why do you need to carry it to Subway with you? Did you have right. you ever seen that picture? Yes. Oh my god, he's chilling in the subway line, no mask, holding a grenade launcher on his back. Like there's so there's so many things wrong with pictures with that picture. So many things wrong, and it was right after the um the gun rally, like that happened outside of ooh, somewhere. I think it was one of the governor's offices or something. Mm. I will never understand. I will Me never. But speaking of. POC and interesting um, topics when it comes to diversity is so Michigan it was like Michigan University or like Michigan and something University yeah it's like a, it's a branch campus of the University of Michigan yeah it's University of Michigan Dearborn okay we found so we also found this on TikTok but we did our research and fact checked and things like that yeah there is this non POC cafe <laughs> non people of color cafe. They have that on their campus. That is available to white people. Yeah. There's a lot of things wrong with this. First of all... I'm sorry. They say that the point of it was to have conversations about race. Within their their own race. Yeah. So, my thing is, if you're going to talk about race and racial issues, you need to have the conversation with multiple races in one room together. Not all white people in one room. Why would you put the oppressors all in one room to talk about how to deal with the oppressed? I'm sorry. That isn't, because they're not going to know. They're not going to understand. They're not, they have not experienced being oppressed in that way. So how would they then be able to have a productive conversation about that? I, that's what I don't understand. Unless you plan on having guest speakers. Like, <laughs> which... Right, like that- sat down in a room and said, hey, this is a good idea. We should do this. this they should have just, just named it Whites Only. Right. Like, that I wouldn't do the job. Is this... Like, is, was this what we're doing? Like, I'm sorry, I'm... do you have your own bathrooms and water fountains now, too? Right, like, just when you think we're making steps forward in the right direction, stuff like this like, happens. 50 steps back, and we're, like, there's no way, there's nothing you could do to justify me to, to think that this was a good idea. There isn't. I think the girl that from the video that I saw, she emailed one of the administrators for it, and their explanation was, it was either either the people who made this were stupid or, or they were stupid because I don't know how you don't see that this is gonna is not gonna come off right. Like you're saying yeah. that people of color are not allowed here. That's what you're saying. Exactly. Like, and they, I feel like they like they ended like the ca- the cafes, the virtual cafes. I guess they were doing it probably like over Zoom or something because you can't meet in person. Right. But I get they ended it and they're not doing it anymore because they had one for people of color and one for non-people of color. I guess they thought since the people of color had a place to, to meet, that it was okay for non-people of color to have a place to meet. But it's just like in this, it would be different if if we lived in a world where people were not slaves, where people were not systematically oppressed due to their skin color or their religion. Like, it would be different if, in this perfect world, we were pretty much all equal. Then, yeah, having different congregations suited to different types of people, that wouldn't really raise a problem, I feel like, just because in this perfect world, we're equal. But in this not-so-perfect world that we live in, that is not the case, and white people are... have extremely more 
if I could formulate a sentence, but they, the world thinks they're better than us. So it's like, why you don't need a group. You don't need a coalition. You don't need to, you don't need that. At all. Black people, Hispanic people, Asian people, things like that. They need it because they're the ones that are oppressed. They're the ones that are hurt. They need a, a stable group. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like, just the thought of just a bunch of, just all white people sitting in a room together talking about race. Like, what would that conversation, how would that conversation even go? I really don't know. Like, I would love to be a fly on the wall. I would love to have, like, chills in that Zoom. Like, what (laughs) And just in this climate, with everything that happened with George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, like, just, you can't do things like this. You can't do things like this, and then exp- and then apologize like a-, a week after it happens, and then just expect everyone to be like, "Oh, okay, they apologize. It's fine." I just want to know what their thought process was with this, like how they made it, they found the name for it, they liked the name for it, they put it on their website, created a Zoom link and everything, had a meeting. People came to the meeting. They had a conversation. They ended the Zoom call, and we're planning on having another meeting. What was it like every the first, like, the second Saturday, and like the third Thursday yeah, like of every like, like every month? Thing, like, we're gonna meet. Like, this like, is gonna be our thing. We're a bi-monthly meet. thing. Um, and there, and through that whole process, they were like, "Yes, let's do it. Let's go. This is, this is it. This is gonna bring so diversity to our campus." There's so many steps that at one point one person could have been like, "Hey." Maybe this isn't the best idea. There, there, there had to have been one, one white person. I was like, mm, no. Or like, even like in the back of their head, they were like, should I say something? You know, it was probably someone that, that has like no power. I'm sure, like one of the and, students or something went and was like, this ain't right. <laughs> yeah, and then the people, the people in charge were like, uh, well, we don't really care about your opinion, so mm-hmm. we're, we're gonna do it anyway. And, oh my gosh. I feel like it's not that bi- it wasn't that big of news because it wasn't like if it was like University of Michigan like main campus, I feel like it would have been bigger. But since it was just this like I wonder how people even go to this school, since it was just like this branch campus, it probably isn't that big. Yeah, they only have six thousand students. Okay, so they're like roughly the size of us. Like, yeah, like Bloom. I think we have more students than that. Yeah, we do. We have. We're on nine. I mean, not currently because of COVID, but I think like at yeah. normal capacity, it's usually around what we have. And that's pretty. That's pretty big for a branch campus, though. That is actually. It must be in, like in a bigger area. Yeah, they have. So as far as the racial like breakdown, it's six. The school's sixty nine percent white. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight percent Asian, eight percent Black, and six percent Hispanic. Eight, eight, eight percent, six percent, eight percent. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know even. So the what. so the majority they they were really feeling unsafe and they they needed a place to gather. I guess because like I a hundred percent support people like non POC wanting to get together and wanting to learn more about how to be a better person, how to be a better ally, things like that. I hundred yeah. percent support that, but you can't really do that without discussing it with someone who is and not to say that like POC like we need to teach people because I feel like that's tiring like we should no longer have to teach people how to not to be racist yeah but 
you can still have, like, there are plenty of um, POC professors and things like that that teach things like that. You couldn't find an administrator that was down for this because I'm sure there's one somewhere. Or, or a group of students who was willing to provide that sort of insight. Like, there had to be someone somewhere instead of just making it a whole bunch of white people trying to teach each other how to not be racist. Right, that's not, that just sounds so counterproductive and, like, how, how are you going to have a situation where you're talking about race and, like, how to be an ally and not have the people there that you're trying to be an ally to? Exactly. I don't see how that was was going to work out. There were so many different things they could have done instead to, to still get the, the main goal to happen, but instead it, it was executed very poorly. Like, I know what their goal was and what their intention was and what they wanted. And I support that intention. That intention but, makes sense to me. But the plan was just not good. It just was bad. Yeah, everything no, everything after that was, was not there was, it. Yeah, there's no redeemable qualities. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so bad. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't even have any words anymore. No, like, when I saw this on TikTok, I literally... Like, I think I sat there for, like, five minutes just looking at the screen. I was like, this isn't real. Oh, I sprinted I, to Google. Sprinted. I, I watched it a few times. I was like, hold on. I had to make sure I read what I read. Because at first when no. I watched the video, I was like, you know, when you're just, like, scrolling, you're, like, half paying attention. So I, like, yeah. didn't really read it properly. And then I watched it again, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, when I saw that non-POC, I was like, huh? You mean something else. You don't no, mean no, people no, of color. No, you mean something else. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's not like, POC. It's not people of color. I'm reading this wrong. I'm just blind. Nope. Non-pools of chlorine? I don't know. Like, you're talking about something else. Like, I was just There's like, no what? way you're telling me you guys are having a cafe for all white people to sit down and talk about race. That's not happening. In a what? school with 69% white people. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> just go to class. You don't even need a group. Just go to class. <laughs> Oh my god, go walk around your dorm. I'm sure you'll find a lot. Like, <laughs> Gather in the lounge. I, right. What that on earth? Horrible. Horrible execution. Horrible play. Excuse me, all of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like what I said, they apologize because, I mean, what else are they going to do? They can't just not address it. And then they basically said the same thing. Like, our intention wasn't to be. Um, to be discriminatory. But that was, but what else, again, what else could they say? Which is fine, but, like, get a better, like, marketing team or something, because <laughs> somebody should have caught that, and somebody should have said no. fire everybody. Everybody that was on there. They need a clean house. They need to be like, They need okay. a clean house. Flush. Because. <laughs> they need to like, goodbye. Oh, it's so bad. I just, how did nobody, nobody in one of these meetings was like, we should not. I think this is wrong. Yeah, like, maybe, like, segregating people based on race is not the best idea. I think, I'm pretty sure we're kind of past that, you know. Uh, but no, we're even <laughs> talking about it on the podcast, so obviously no one in any circumstance did that. And I feel like so. every every time we do talk about what we're going to talk about on a podcast, there's some sort of racial inequality topic that we need to talk about because it seems like every week something else is happening. Right. It's never ending. It's never ending. And I don't see it ending anytime soon, to be honest with you. Nope, I feel like we're not. We're taking steps back and not forward. Exactly. But, 
What else we got on here? We always got to talk about The Bachelor, of course. It's like yeah. our favorite thing ever. But this time, it's not about what... It's not about a current season. It's about a past Bachelor named past, Colton. Yes. He was the he was the Bachelor before Peter. Yeah. Before that train wreck. <laughs> and, like, and my thing is, Colton's season like wasn't bad. Like, I actually liked his season. This is and a season like, I didn't watch. And, like, the fact that this is what happened in the end, like, I feel so bad, like, for Cassie, like, this whole situation is so sad. Like, mm. So I think, I, know, I think you know you a little bit more, uh, I think you know a little bit more about this. Yeah. So, apparently, well, not apparently, it happened. <laughs> um, Cassie, she filed a restraining order against Colton. And they broke up three months ago. And Cassie so, was who he chose, right? Yeah, like, his situation, she, so, for anyone that didn't watch the season, um, she told him on the Fantasy Suite night that she didn't want to be with him and she couldn't see herself, like, being in love with him and marrying him. Like, she said, like, oh, like, I love you, but, like, I'm not in love with you, and I don't feel, like, as strongly as you do. Right. So, Fantasy Suite night, they're at their dinner, um, and she tells him that, and he immediately, he starts, like, breaking down crying, and he essentially tells him, like, like, you were the one that I was going to pick. Like, I'm in love with you. So he knew he was going to pick her before. And there were still two other girls. He knew he was going to pick her before. So she says, I'm leaving. She leaves. And this is like, he jumped the fence and, like, ran away from set. And no one could find him for, like, 20 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Eventually, they found him, obviously. And then he sent the other two girls home. Wait, is he the one that, like, ran? Like, you said jump the fence, right? I think you told me about this. I think you yes. told me about this. Mm-hmm. He's going to jump the fence. <laughs> um, Didn't we think Peter was going to do that? Yep. Yeah, so he sent the other two girls home. And he couldn't continue after he told Cassie that he was going to pick her anyway. So he told the other two girls the situation. And then he was he told, he was like, okay, he's like, I'm going to fight for Cassie. So he went to Cassie and told her how he felt. And then, like, all, all is good. They end up dating in the end. Um, and they've been together since then, I think since 2017. So they've been together for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and then three months ago, she said they both came out with like a Instagram post saying like, oh, like we'll always love each other. Da, 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 da. But we just, we just realized we're not meant to be a couple. Um, and they broke up and then it comes out like a little over a week ago that Cassie filed a restraining order against him because of her fearing, fearing for her life. Wow. Which I mean, if he was... Sad. I mean, considering how he acted on the show, she was kind of like, eh, and he was, like, that distraught yeah. to, like, cry and run away and jump over a fence yeah, and like, go missing. Yeah, shaking when she told him that she didn't want to be with him. He was literally shaking, and I was like, oh, God. He probably was really, like... Yeah. Like, he turned, like, his face turned, like, completely white, and he was, like... Crazy. Oh my. I imagine what probably happened was since she thought she couldn't marry him and stuff like that. So they probably dated for a little bit, right? All was good. And then she Uh probably slowly started to get detached. Yeah. And like be distant with him. And he probably did not take that very well. And then I bet you things just transpired and now they're there where they're at. Yeah. And I think it it just all all came down to the fact that like she, I don't think she ever wanted to marry him. Mm -hmm. Because you can, you can love someone and you can really want to be with somebody, but. You can still realize that you're not 
you're yeah. not you don't work in that way yeah I guess like she was probably like okay like maybe like outside of the show we can try to date and maybe I'll get there mm-hmm. and then I mean they've been together for two years Maybe, wait, no. This was 2019. I don't know what I'm talking about. The, their thing was 2019, anyway. So but like still years, some right? time. Yeah. And I guess she, in her head, she was like, I probably can't, I can't marry him. Because they also have a five-year age difference. Ooh. Is he older or younger? He's, he's older. He's 28. She's 23. So she's still a little, like, she's yeah. our age. So he's probably ready to get, get married and start having kids. And, and, she, he, oh. and she's like, no. But yeah, so I guess as far as why she got the restraining order, I read that like he would sit outside her house, um, and like I don't know if he would he wouldn't tell her she was outside he, he was outside, but like he would sit outside her house. Um, he would she would he would sit outside like her family member and friend's house when he knew she was there. What no? And stuff like that. And I guess he was texting her like some some crazy stuff that shouldn't be texting people. Um, and I guess he, he put a tracking device in her car. What? Oh my god. And he kept, like, calling her, and he just basically wouldn't leave her alone. That's scary. I would probably turn you are, too. Yeah. It's the tracking device for me. Right! Like, that's... that's I'm sorry, wait, no, it's the sitting outside the house for me. That's... Wow. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. Do not come sit outside my house and wait right. for me. So he would send her like really long text messages, but he and he wouldn't use. He would use different phone numbers. <laughs> so you just like that's some creepy stalker stuff. Are you buying burner phones? Right. This is the best. Oh. Oh my gosh! I keep yawning. I know, like, the one thing that, um, uh, I think Colton wrote a book. About what? About, like, his, like, because he's, like, his, okay, he was, he was, he played in the NFL. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, his thing, when he, because he was on, he was a contestant on The Bachelorette. Oh. For The Bachelorette before his season of The Bachelor. And the thing about him that made, like, a lot of girls, like, like him is he he confessed that he was actually a virgin. Interesting. And that was, like, something no one had ever confessed on The Bachelor before, or The Bachelorette. So he went into his season of The Bachelor being a virgin. So Fantasy Suites was... Yeah. <laughs> So, he apparently was writing a book just about that situation, being in the NFL and all that, and I guess Cassie was upset, because she talked, uh, he talked about, like, their breakup and stuff, and just their relationship in the book, Mm -hmm. and she felt like, she felt like he was making money off of their breakup. Because don't you have to ask someone before you talk about them in a book? Um, I'm, I have no clue what that what the process is for that. I feel like most people would probably find a new name if they if the person wasn't like deceased or willing to be in it. Yeah. 
Like, I can I can understand how she feels that way though. Yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable of someone talking about me without like my consent or not even like giving me a heads up like, hey, I'm gonna write a book and you're gonna be a part of it. Especially if we're no longer together. Right. Especially the way they talked before. They talked about it as if they ended on good terms before this whole stalking thing started. Yeah, because if you wouldn't have left it, they probably could have remained friends or something. Yeah, like, if we ended on, like, amicable good terms, like, I expect, like, still you to respect me enough to tell me if you're going to talk about me or write about me. Yeah, like, it would be one thing if, like, they did each other dirty or she did him dirty and so she wrote, he wrote the book about it. And it's kind of like, alright, I can kind of see why you would, like, mention the story. Like, she did do you wrong. Yeah. Which, to an extent, like, that's still kind of iffy, but, like, I don't know, you guys are on good terms and then she doesn't appreciate that you're using her in a book and your retaliation is a stalker. Right. That whole situation is just really bad. It is. And it's a shame that that relationship ended that way. Because, like, when it comes to, like, Bachelor and Bachelorette, I always want to hear, like, the couples in the end got together and it was all, like, sunshine and rainbows. That's what you would hope, but... But they don't all end that way. The majority of them actually don't end on good terms. I mean, if you think, the show is very fast-paced, and, like, like, I feel like that's not enough time. Like, yes, sometimes people do fall in love quickly, because there's no time limit, really, on that. Yeah. I feel like for you to be randomly put together with a whole bunch of people, and one of them is supposed to be the love of your life, and then you also don't have that much time to, like, really get to know each other, like, that's really, it's a lot. Yeah, like, I can't imagine, like, falling in love with someone that fast, and then, and then wanting to, um, to marry them? Yeah. Like, Like, date them is one thing. I don't know, I get, like, naturally, like, okay, you meet a guy within a few months, like, or weeks or whatever, like, you're, you think you're in love, blah, 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 that's natural, that happened on your terms. That happened because you both wanted it. Yeah. Cool. But, like, on the TV show, like, they pick the people for you. You don't pick. And then you have to then pick yourself amongst the people that they chose for you already. And then on top of that, you don't have nowhere near enough time, especially in the beginning, to be able to really get that feeling for everyone. So you could possibly send home somebody that you'd probably be a better fit with than somebody that stays. Just because you didn't get a chance to really talk to them. And it's just like, a whole bunch of stuff. And then in the matter of a few weeks to a few months, like, you're supposed to just know you're going to marry this person. Right. That you probably never would have met out on the street ever if it weren't for the show. Except for in Peter's case. Mm. He actually did meet the girl before him, which I kind of like. I figured they were going to end up together from the very beginning. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, I don't even know why he even came on the show at all. I was annoyed when he sent her home, because I was just like, you met her before, you wanted her to come on the show because you met her and you liked her. Why? It was, it was dumb. And she was so mature. Like, it was just dumb. She was, she was one of them, she was older, like, around his age. It was literally perfect. And she had her life together, and she straight up said, like, she was not going to play these games. Either he wanted her or he didn't. Like, why, how does that not scream... I want a mature, real relationship, and you claim to be, that's what you want, and then you send her home. I mean, I get you're together now, but oh my gosh, all that ring of raw for no reason. 
horrible. <laughs> so bad. Like, I wonder, like, what is, like, the probability of, like, what, what of these relationships that actually, like, work out well? I don't know. I couldn't even tell you how many are still together and who aren't and whatever. Like, okay. If I Google it. Like, as far as bachelorette couples, that, like, the, it was, yeah. So, the, ba- the girl chose. So we got the first Bachelorette season, the couple is still together. And the first season was in 2003. Wow. And they have two kids. So in total, there's one, two, three, four, five. Five couples together in 16 seasons. Dang. And that's from the Bachelorette? Yeah. When the girl chooses. Wow. I mean, good for them, but that's really low. Yeah, that's not a very good rate. No. <laughs> I'm not really surprised. I'm not. But happy for those, what, you said five or six or whatever? Yeah. Happy for those. Hopefully Colton doesn't do anything to break his restraining order. Yeah, that man gonna go to jail. <laughs> Hopefully not. Oh, God. But... We have, like, one more topic, and it's in regarding celebrities, but on a different, different spectrum. Um, so everybody knows and loves Chris Evans, who plays Captain America and many other roles in many other movies. A beautiful man, a beautiful actor. So he posted a video, it was like a screen record of his phone screen, and he was, I guess the app, like his photo app was open. And when he went to go stop the screen record, it went to the photo library, and it showed his camera roll, and in one of the camera rolls is a picture of a male appendage, and I'm hoping it's his, because, like, who else does he have on this phone? Yeah, I think it is his. So, anyway, that, like, broke Twitter for a bit. It really did. Like, when I saw he was trending, like, anytime a celebrity is trending, I always think it's because they got canceled. Yeah. I was hoping it wasn't that. I'd rather guess over that. I was like, as soon as I saw his name, I was like, no. I've had, Chris Evans has been my celebrity crush for, like, ten years. I was like, if this man did something wrong, Well, your dream just came true. (laughs) Like, I'm literally gonna cry. And then I looked, and I was like, oh. It's not that. He's not canceled. He didn't do anything wrong. You just made it funny. It was... Uh, and then his brother, his brother, like, I think a day or two later was like, hey, I'm back on Twitter, did I miss anything? Oh my god. And I'm pretty sure that was on purpose. And I think, what did he do? I think, if you look up the article, I'm pretty sure, um, his brother, or no, Chris was like, okay, so you guys saw that, now go support something. I think it was like, he was supporting something within this whole situation. Yeah, I saw one tweet. He said, "Now that I, he's like, now that I have your attention, I know he told people to go vote." Yes, yes, that's what it was. Now that I have your attention, go vote. Which you know, I kind of stand him even harder now for that one. Right. Like, like even even if it wasn't an yeah, like if it was an accident, he really turned that around. And if it wasn't an accident, interesting. I enjoyed it. <laughs> right. Like, um. Not enjoyed it, but like, you know what I mean. Like, it was funny. Like, he has like no scandal. Like he's just so like clean. Like, he's, he's chilling. Is he dating anybody? Like, I... Last time I, I heard, he was dating some actress. I can't remember her name. I think that, but, like, some people... Hold on. 
I'll figure it out. Because I was talking to my one friend about it, and I was like, did he take it for someone? Like, or I mean, I'm being, a little, I'm being a little nosy. I mean, you can take pictures of yourself if you want to, just for yourself. That's fine, too. I was just... I just... My my mind started wandering. I was like, I don't, I don't know if he's dating anybody. I know he's not married. Yeah. Um, Lily James? I've never heard of her. She's an actress, I think. Maybe she's, like, up and coming or something. Or maybe she's, like, one of those, like, where I know her face, but I've never seen her before. Let me see if I can find... Or, like, I don't know her name. Not... I've never seen her before. I'm gonna Google what she was in. Okay. I like when celebrities date, like, regular people. Me too. Makes me feel like I have hope. I would say it gives me secret hope. Like, I don't really need it. Like, (laughs) I'm happy. But, like... (laughs) Somewhere in my brain, I'm just like, they'll find me. Tom Hiddleston will find me and marry me, even though the man is, like, 40-something. Oh, I love him. I don't know why I'm so attracted to him. It's sad. He's a very attractive man. He's such a Um, good actor. True. So, she was in Cinderella. I think she was Cinderella. Oh, okay. She's really pretty. Like, in the 20... Yeah, she was Cinderella in the 2015 one. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. I know who she is. They were just out together, so if you're out with someone... If you're, like, a guy celebrity and you're out with someone with, of the opposite gender, they assume you're dating. They could just be but, friends, but if they were, that'd be cool. And just, like, he's almost 40, like, and I know, like, he, there's been so many interviews where he, like, talked about how he wants to get married and have kids. Like, someone give this man a kid. I know. I feel like it should not be hard for him to find somebody. Maybe he's picky. Maybe. I mean, more power to him. Everybody has the right to be picky with who they, like, get with, so. Yeah. But that's like, an interesting, fun one to Yeah. To like, end I wonder, on. like, big celebrities like that, like, if they see, like, a normal person, like, out, like, do they ever want to approach them? Or are they just like, no? That's a good question. I don't know. Can you hear that, well, can you hear that mower? Kind of. Hey, wait, is it, like, we can cut this out. Like, is it, is it going to show up in the thing? I don't know if I'd, um, but I don't know if I'd be comfortable with... Like, if I saw someone, like a celebrity, I don't know if I would go up to them and say anything. I think it would depend who they are. And, like, on the situation, like, where we were at. Yeah. Like. Like, if it's, like, a celebrity I know that will be, not, like, if it's a celebrity that I think will be mean and not, and, like, act like, oh, like, I'm a celebrity, don't talk to me, then I, I definitely wouldn't. But if it's, like, a celebrity, like, I see people take pictures with, and I know they're and that they're going to be nice to me, then I'm going to say something. Who do you think are some of the mean ones you wouldn't say hi to? Um, I'm sh- Ooh, I don't know. I feel like the Kardashians would be iffy. Not that I want to meet them, but... Yeah, I really don't either. I like, feel like they'd be really bland. Like, I feel like I'd say hi and then just be like, hi, fine. I feel like those, yeah, I feel like those type of people, like, you say hi, they like, hi, do you want a picture? Like, that type of thing. Yeah, and like, hi, not picture. Like, okay. Not like, hi, how are you? Yeah, like, excited to see their fans or something. Yeah, they'd be like, do you want a picture? I'm like, you know what? No, I don't. I feel like all of, like, the Marvel superhero actors and actresses, I feel like they would be pretty lit. They're all so nice. They, like, they all seem, like, even when, like, when I watch, like, their interviews and stuff like that they have, like, before and after movies, and, like, the way they talk to each other and, like, to the interviewer, they just seem, like, really friendly. Yeah. Like, I love, oh, I love Chris Evans. Damn. Huh? I love 
don't oh, yeah. think about it. Like, I just, oh my god. I also really like, um, Chris Hemsworth. Me too. Oh my lord. I always get Chris and Liam mixed up. But I always, I remember Liam was with Miley, so. The fact that, that Liam and Miley aren't together anymore makes me so sad. I know, and isn't he, isn't Miley with, um, what was that singer's name? Oh, Cody Simpson? Yes, Cody Simpson. They broke, yeah, they broke up. Oh, they did? They did. Wow, that was short-lived. I'm so, like, you know, once Liam and Miley got married, I was like, oh, like, they're soulmates, like, nope. I thought it was, I thought they were adorable, and then now I don't even think they're on good terms either. No, I think they were probably they were probably soulmates for that time of their life, but they're just not anymore. Which is very it could be possible. You grow. Yeah. They maybe they want a different thing. Who knows? Because like they met in like oh my God, well, I don't even know when the last song came out. Like they've known each other for over ten years. I want to say. Yeah, and then they broke up, and they got back together again, and yeah, then they got married. Cause I, mean, I think they didn't, they didn't out that they were together, and then all of a sudden they were just married. Yeah, it came. The movie came out in two thousand ten, so they've known each other for ten years, basically. Yeah. Okay, and they filmed prior to that and everything, so. Yeah, but I just uh, I thought they were, I thought they were, it was gonna last forever. Once they like found each other again, I was like, oh, this is so exciting. I but know. I was like, it's so cute. That just goes to show you never know. I mean, I guess sometimes you do know, but, like, I don't know. Not everybody's meant for you all the time. Yeah, for me, it's just the fact they were literally only married for, like, six months. Really? That was, that was it? It might have been a little bit longer, but it wasn't, it was, it wasn't a year. And she wasn't with Cody Simpson for very long, either. I think it was just a few months. Maybe she just doesn't want to commit to anybody. Which is perfectly fine. If she doesn't want that, she doesn't want that. Yeah, some people just don't want a monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. As long as she's happy, that's cool. Yeah. But. Here we are. An interesting last topic to talk about. Or to discuss. I never thought we would be talking about something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go Chris Evans for turning it around. But. <laughs> that is, I believe, yep, that's all we have for today. So, thanks for being candid with us. Yeah, especially with that last one. That oh, yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting <laughs> one. <laughs> but we'll see you guys next week. See ya.